0: Say, good uh, evening hope you're all doing well today we are learning and we're starting a third of the way down um at the two dots and we had had a story in our mishnah that was understood in one of two different ways one by abaye and one by Rava, in regards to kiddush in shalom nimsuru labia in that mishnah we had two different um, We have two different understandings of this. There are four things that we can draw from our Mishnah. But Rav only agreed to three of the things that could have been learned from the Mishnah. Let's learn the first three that he did accept, and then let's learn the one that he didn't. That's already a shtikel chiddish, because perosh have a din of hefker. So how are you getting married with something that you don't own? So that's a chiddush that you can get married with something that you don't own. That if somebody tries to be... What? What? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I might have skipped those opening words. So the Gemara says... the What? Yeah. That if somebody gets married with something that's been stolen, so the halacha is that they're not married, and even if it's hers, and when he gives it back to her, she accepts it, so they still will not be married. We're going to dig into this then a little bit more. Where did we get this from in our Mishnah? Because our Mishnah had the following language. Shelahan Haisa, Shvius Haisa, that it had two features to it, that which he used to be Makadesh, these five women. First of all, it was it belonged to them. And second of all it was Shvius. Now, time of the Shvi is to Hefker, yes, it did belong to them, but because it was Shvi, uh, the Shvi made it into Hefker. But the rest of the years where it does belong to them, lo, they would not be able to get married because it belongs to them, even if it was theirs. Another thing that Rav learns from here is, we see that because a man proposed to five women at the same time, two of whom were sisters, two of whom are tzaros to one another, says, that um, that there still is some aspect of shlichus here, uh, which is unique. You wouldn't have thought necessarily that there would be shlichus when there is a scenario of tzaros. What is the diuk that Rav could have made, but that Rav didn't make? And the Gemara says, Kedushin misur in the Biyah. It's yesterday's suga that we discussed, where we said we have pasquin like Rav, like Abaye, that there is in fact Kedushan, even if the Kedushan doesn't lead lead, lead to bia. Why didn't Rav make such a Duke Venechshava, big deal. Whatever the inference is, let, let the cards fall how they fall. Why don't you say that one way or the other that that Kedushin is is So the Gemara says mishum de ike Abaye ike To remember that Rav predated. Both Abaye and Rava, Abaye and Rava lived in the fourth century of Amoraim. Rava is a very early Amora, so Rav predated them, and Rav did not know the answer to the question of whether or not Kiddushin was Nimz really It was never written by Rebbe in the Mishnah in an explicit way. He didn't know, so that's why he left it out. He saw like Rabzeira. when Zera um, traveled. He taught this brisa in front of Rav Yochanan, and Rashi five lines, six lines from the bottom, he says, which of the details, because we just learned four details, which of the details Rav Zayra was talking about. Rashi says, so that which Rav says, that if you're Makadesh Begezel, that you're not married, um, Zeirah repeated that in front of Rav Yochanan. Um, Rav, Zayra, um, Rav Yochanan says back to Rav Zeirah, Rav does Rabbi Rav really hold that if a person's mikudeshes begezel, that they're not married? Says the Gemara, wait one second. Why would Rav Yochanan be bothered by that? Who, lo Amar, he himself, Rav Yochanan, was of the same exact opinion. As the Gemara says, three-fourths of the way down on nun beiz medalev, Amar Rav Yochanan, siashua if something is stolen, let's say you steal something from my property, and I'm not Miyaish. I want to get that back, I'm hoping to get it back. And then, uh, what happens with that item? There, you're not allowed to be makdish that. Can't be magdish anything because it's uh, I don't have it in my property, and you don't own it. Why don't you own it? After all, we see that gazel Bailim is inim So how could Rav Yochanan be asking a kasha on Rav Shita when Rav Yochanan holds the same exact thing? It so says the Gemara. You're absolutely right. What Rav Yochanan was saying back to Rav Zera was actually kind of nice. What he was saying is, Wow. I say just like Rob, that when there's Gezel, there's no Kiddushin possible with something that's stolen. So if I steal a ring from someone and I say to him, You've got the biggest day on him in town. Everything else is perfect except that you stole the ring. The din is that there's no Kiddushin. Rav and Rav Yochanan both agree to that. The Gemara says, wait one second. we a This brysa we saw earlier in this Masechta. The Gemara says, If a man got uh, proposed to him with something that he stole and everybody knew it was stolen. Bechamas. Hamas is a type of thievery where basically you don't steal, but you force someone to sell to you. I want that thing so badly, I'm going to force you to do it. I believe, according to some of the Rishonim, this is the Isra and Chumash of Los sachmod mm-hmm. Is that when you want something so bad, your desires are so strong that you force someone to sell you something. So as it relates to Chosh and Mishpat, you paid for it. But as it relates to the Hashkaf of what you've done, it's it's Hamas. It's not appropriate. What you did is you forced someone to pay. Or neva, or a thievery that nobody knows about. Or if he takes a coin out of her hand and instantly gives it to her, the dinna is mikudeshes, So now we have Akasha. Rav and Rav Yochanan, just a couple of lines ago, are both of the opinion that when there's Gezel, it's ain't a mekudeshes. Yet over here in this Brysa, it seems to be that if there's Gezel, it is mekudeshes. Says the Gemara, Hasam Big Gezel Dida. The cases are different. One of the cases is talking about Gezel Dida, that's our Mishnah, and one case is talking about uh, Stam Gezel says the Gemara, that can't be true because the, 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 the end of the Brisa says, mm-hmm. that if he took something out of her hand, mm-hmm. that implies that the Resha of the Mishnah was not talking about Gezel Dida, it was talking about Stam gezel So he steal it from her in the Resha. he stole it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So says the Gemara, the Brayshad says, mm-hmm. really the Brisa says two parts, it has the... Um, uh, as it says that if a person tried to be, marry someone if with a stolen item a blaringly stolen item something that was forced in into a sale or something that nobody knew he stole ketsad what's the case an example of that would be the kitchab so that solves that problem because that makes them both talking about uh one of the brides talking about the Gemara on the top of ben and on Bez, and if I can hold out, then I'll try to get all the way to the bottom of the page on the last line. The Gemara says, wait one second. Now we have a problem. If they're both talking about gesal our Mishnah and the Brisa, so then our Mishnah says, and the Brisa says, So if you steal from a woman and then you propose with it, should it work, should it not work? These two brisas are conflicting with one another. The Gemara says, Lokasha. These two brayses are not a conflict between one another. It depends if there was already discussions happening about shiduchim, about getting married. Rashi on the second line, ha, Katani mekudeshes." This is the second brayse. It's the brayse at the bottom of Niphei Zmadal, not our Mishnah. So that brayse, which says that they're mekudeshes, says "Bidashadich." That's talking about what they were already talking about things. They were planning on getting married. But in the other case, where we say that it's, 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 so if you steal from a woman, she wants to marry you. So if you steal from her, then she'll be, uh, instantly be, okay, yeah, I got, it's a cute gesture. Got it. Adorable. You took my stuff and now I'm letting it be yours so we can get married. Very good. That's the difference between the two cases. When there's sharkhan, it's already happening, there's context. So then if somebody steals her stuff and is Makadesh or with her stuff, she can choose to be Miyash and they can be married. The Gemara tells a couple of quick stories. Nun Beis and beis, four lines down. also gavra there was, a sorry, three lines down. Ha'hi Itza, there was a woman. Dabba kamashia Kara de Demaya. She was washing uh, something up to her knees while she was in water. Also, a man came over. He saw that one of the, this guy sitting on the beach had a couple of coins. He grabbed the coins out of someone else's possession, so it's not her money. So I'm Chaim, I'm proposing to to Sarah. And I grab Ruvain's money, and I, I run over there and say, I read with this money. And the money is thrown to her. So I want you to be married to me. Are they married or not? Gavra. The they went in front of Rama. Ammar Amar, Paskin, that they're not married. Nobody holds like Rib Shimon. What did Rib Shimon hold? Rib Shimon had a unique psychology when it comes to things that are stolen. According to Rib Shimon, there seems to be an assumption that with Stam Gzela, that once something is stolen, we instantly <laughs> assume that the Bailam are the ones who are Miyayish right away. And if it were to have been true that Rib Shimon was right, if it were to be that once something is stolen, instantly our brains are miyayish, then Taka, she should be married. But what Rava was saying is that we don't passkin like Rup Shemen. We don't assume that just because something was stolen right now, that if it's stolen from me, I'll therefore be miyayish, and therefore they're not married in this case. Another case, the Gemara says, eight lines down, Ahu Arisa, there was a sharecropper, the Kaddish de Shimchi. he um Proposed to a woman with a handful of onions. So it says the Gemara, this Shaila also made it in front of Ravah. Amar lei, they said, who, who was mochil for you? Who said that you're allowed to take? You're you're the sharecropper. You're not the owner. You're the guy working the field. If I'm working your field and I'm harvesting onions and I grab a few onions from your field and I go propose to a woman, Ravah pushed back and said, you don't own these things. How can you possibly propose? Honey, mealy, when is Ravas did true? That's only Bimuza. That's only when you, the sharecropper, took a couple of, uh, you took a handful of onions and you handed them to a woman and, and tried to get married. Aval Kisha. But if you took a Kisha, a Kisha at that time was keilu. like when you go into the store now, you have a bag of onions. They're a fixed amount of weight. We barter with them. It's not loose onions. If it's a Kisha, then Matsi Amarle, then then the, uh, the sharecropper, in theory, could say to Labalabais, this will just be kind of my payment. I'll take a kisha, you'll take a kisha. We'll split whatever the deal was that they made in regards to numbers. But Lamay said should have worked. So kisha, ki kisha. And therefore, because this can be mine and that can be yours, then Allah, said we will be married. That's a very gentle difference, but a huge halakhic difference. The gentle difference is that if I take a handful of onions, we're not married. But if I take a measured amount of onions, a normal way to measure onions, let's say a three-pound bag or a five-pound bag, and Allah meister, they're going to be married. Another story, the Gemara says, 12 lines down or so, there was a person who was a beer maker. He used to make uh, beer from dates. The Kaddish de and he got, got engaged to a woman with the fruma de shichra. And this is a reference to, says Rashi, a third of the way down in the Rashi's. Dibur Hamasko, is a different word than our Gemara. Bipruzma de shikhra, la achar showed Hamashke. So they soaked the uh, the dates, fermented, whatever the details are, poured off the beer, and now the dates are remaining. So a guy reached into the dredge, into the bottom of that barrel, and grabbed a handful of those, and went over to a woman and said, I read me so the Gemara says, are they married? a samari de shikra, ashkeche. The master, the actual owner, not the guy who makes the beer who gets paid minimum wage, but the guy who owns the company walks into the room. Ashkeche, he sees that he's proposing to this woman with this pruma de shikra, with uh, with the uh, dates that were used to make the, the date beer, and then he said a line that we're not sure what it means. Omar Le, the owner, says to the guy who made the beer, teisi, ma harifa, you should have taken from a better batch. So if I'm your employee, and I take things, something from you to propose, and you walk in while that's happening, and you say, oh, you should have taken from the better batch, what does that show you about my intention? That I'm okay with what you did, which means that you're halachically married. So, asalakameh Durava. Then they brought this case in front of Ravah where the master had set a line that left an implication that they would likely be married. <clears throat> Amar Rabbi pushed back and said, no, there is a case like that. That case is called Kalach Etzel Yafos. <laughs> the only time we listen to the master's wording and, and try to be medayik what he meant from when he made that follow-up comment is in the case of Kalach Eitzel Yafos. What was that case? A third of the way down, and on basement base, the Gemara says that Tanya. Yeah, we have a Raisa. Raisa says, amru, torem idas, truma. When is it the case that if a person, if I'm torim shalom idas, you don't know that the truma counts? Says the Gemara. L'soch, so Let's say I go down into your field. Valiket shalom b'ershus. I collect the appropriate um, amount and I give truma on behalf of your uh, vegetation. So, if the concern is that I'm stealing from you, ain't truma so truma. But, if the concern is not that I'm stealing, then truma so truma. And the price is very clear. How do we know? How would we know if we're concerned about thievery or not? And the Gemara says, Let's say that while I am down in your field, I'm being Malakate and I'm going to be torim shelo Shus. You can see me on the Nest camera. You're watching your field. So if you show up, you should have given truma from the better fields. So what does that tell you about the intent of the balabais? If in fact the balabais, Taka does have nicer... Payros from which he could have given truma, that shows us that he's honest about his intent, about his wording, and it's not sarcastic. It's not a backhanded comment. He said, "You really should have given from the nicer place." And therefore, the balabais is showing that he's not concerned about gazela and because he's not concerned about gazela so then truma so truma. But v'im lab, if that's not the case, ain't truma so truma. If he doesn't say yafos, e if he doesn't have any other nicer payros than the ones that were given, then we have to assume that there was some type of you know, uh, backhandedness in his language of Kalachit and In chumas chuma. And obviously, adds the b'risa, how you the If the bailam went down and they plucked their own things and they were Mosifan to the truma that he gave, obviously that works. In Bangkok, in Bangkok truma so truma. Then no matter the circumstances, of course, that's going to be considered chuma If I went down into his field and the Balabai is doubled down by adding his own uh, vegetation to the truma. Havalacha, halfway down, right before the Mishnah. In our case of the pruma de shichra, in our case, if I'm your worker and I take the the dredge, I take the dates at the bottom of the beer, I pour off the beer and I use the dates and I'm I propose to a woman and then you walk into the room and you say, Oh wow, but really, why didn't you go from the better from the better dates? We cannot make a diuk on that. Mishum Maybe there, the only reason that Balabai said that is because it was uncomfortable to kind of, you know, ruin the moment. You're, you just proposed on one knee with the frumat of shikra. You stand up, you're like, ach, oh, gevaldik, I'm engaged. And this guy, Balabayis, walks in, he's like, what the heck are you doing? That's mine. You can't do that. He didn't want to ruin the moment. So therefore, uh Mikudashez, he ruined it anyways. He just didn't ruin it because he never really granted rishus to the guy to use it. So therefore... The only time we can use the balabayas language as an inference in regards to whether or not I, his employee, did something right or wrong is only by truma. But we can't use it in other scenarios. And that mm-hmm. is the exactly. end of, uh, of this Surya, and that brings us to a new mission. But in the, the Biasa, love it, is in this situation, the that it is okay. <laughs> that's what happened in these cases. So, that that's what happened. You're asking a great question in this because really, at the time that the proposal happened, he didn't have Rishos. Right. We only found out later that the Balabais isn't Makbid. <laughs> That's what we found out. But we learned that out from the case of Truma, Chumas. So Chumas, someone who's Torim Shalomi Das. We find out later that the Balabais is okay with it, then yes, halachically, it's as though he had Rishos, even though he didn't at the time. We treat it as though he does. The same thing would be true here is that uh, if uh, well, in theory, at least, uh, if uh, if I take the onions and the kisha, that's the best example. There, the balabais has no time on me, because that's how we barter. I work for you, and I bring home five-pound bags of onions on the kudeshas The case that's complicated is the case in the middle, which was the case of the beer, because there the Gamar says, a mikudeshas because he didn't show afterwards <laughs> that he was in favor. So every case is a little bit different. Uh, it seems in general that it works by truma, and it works by the onion case, because the onion case had the kisha, but it doesn't work. Stun. And there has to be a specific set of rules. The new Mishnah, a little bit more than halfway down, on Bay is very quick and interesting Mishnah. If a person tries to get engaged with his portion of a korban, Says the Gemara, <laughs> This is Mamon Gavoa. This doesn't belong to you. And it's not yours, Pasha. You can't propose to anyone with this. <laughs> the Mayser Shani. When it comes to Mysore Shani, things are a little bit different, potentially. <laughs> he too holds that Mayser Shani also has a din of uh of Mamon Gavoa. He makes a distinction between shogeg where there is no kidesh and b'mezid where it is kidesh. We'll learn about these differences another time, not today. When it comes to hektish proper, that means property of the Beis HaMikdash. We've been speaking about korbanos, but actual hektish of the Beis Hamikdash. We were We are going to keep these as cryptic for tonight. We're going to learn about them over the coming days. So says the Gemara, based on the fact that in the first case of our Mishnah, we said that whether it's Kachim Kalam or Kachim Kachim, that there ain't a Mikudeshas. it must be, says the Gemara, that our Mishnah is Neymah Vasnis DeLo Delok Rebiosi Aglili. Why? Because the Tanya we have a Brisa. The Brisa writes, The double language of Mi'ila. The Rabbos, Kachim Kalim, Shehein Mamono, Di Rebiosi Look at this language. He says that it's Mamono. The Chora, according to Rabbi Aglili, one is allowed to get married with their chilek of kachekalim or kod she, or kachek So it says the Gemara. That's not a good argument that uh, our Mishnah can't be Rabbi Yosi. The Aglili. Perhaps we could even say that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Aglili. Let's uh, just highlight the conflict again. The Rish of our Mishnah says that you cannot be Makadesh bchelko of a korban, and Rabbi Yosi Aglili says it's your mammon and you can. So how do we answer this question? Last of the short lines on the basement (laughs) base. So close. Yeah. Well, this isn't the complex. The mission is much more complicated than this. For the mission, I agree with you. Okay. So the Gemara says no. When does Rabbi Yossi Aglili say that there's an aspect of the Katshe column or she, kalim, that you can get married with? That's only when the animal is still alive. But once the animal has been shechted, then it becomes Mamun Gavua. After the animal is shechted, then it becomes Mamun Gavua proper. And therefore, Lo, you cannot get married with that. Even Rabbi Yossi Aglili would be masking with our Mishnah. What we saw differently from Rabbi Yossi Aglidi is that when the animal is meichayim, when the animal is still alive, so then there's aspects of that korban, even though it's been set aside for kachem kachem or kachem kalem, still there are aspects of it that are yours, but not once the animal is shechted my up. Because ki kazachu, when the korbanos were doled out and given out to the kohanim, Khan kazachu. Now they're coming from the Shulchan Gabo, they're coming from the Makaman yeah. after the Kohen took care of all of the korbanos. So then that's why there's a big difference between them. And De Kanami, the Gemara says, I could bring you a beautiful text proof for this. Second of the wide lines, the Katonia Makadesh Bechelko, Bechelko, his portion. And that therefore we see that our Mishnah could even be like Osi Aglivi. The Gemara tells a little bit of a fascinating tension that existed between two Tanoim. We all know about local politics. They happen all the time between two people. Sometimes we wouldn't expect it from the greats, and I'm sure this was done appropriately, but nevertheless, the B'risa says three lines into the wide lines on Nun Beis Tanu Rabban Tanu raso shal Rav Meir. After Rav Meir, the great Tana died, Omar lahem Rabbi Yehuda le Talmidav. Rabbi said to his Talmidim. Please do not let let in rabbis tell me them into my base matters. This is what Rabbi Yehuda said. Don't let them in. They're just troublemakers. They're not here to learn. They didn't come here to learn. They're just here to shepherd me with halachos. Now Sumchus, who was a talmud of Reb Meir, he elbowed his way in. He snuck through the back door, whatever he did, crawled through the floorboards, and made it into the basement of Rabbi Huda. When he walked in, he didn't waste a moment. Got on his soapbox and he started talking. My Rebbe, Rebbe Meir, who died, taught me the following Mishnah, and it's our Mishnah. That if a person does, in fact, get engaged with their Chalak of a Korban, that's our Mishnah. So that's our mishnah. It's not such a chiddush, but says the Gemara. Rabbi Twelve lines from the bottom. Rabbi Yehuda was very upset. You should never let this guy. In. Why is somechos in my base metresh? He's guy. He's not here to learn Torah. He's here to bother me. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yehuda's argument back. To sumchos was minayin. Metzies, the kachem and the kachem kalem are shechded in a place where a woman can never be. So, how can we ever have a case of kiddushin like that? That's what Rabbi Huda pushed back. That's what Rabbi Huda pushed back on sumchos. Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi says to himself, I need to speak up. I need to speak up. Listen to this gorgeous line of integrity. Yoru, people are going to say, Mayor Shachav, that Rev. Mayor died. Yehuda caused. Rabbi Yehuda was so angry he couldn't even think straight. And Yossi Shosak, I sat there and said nothing when I, when Rabbi Yehuda wasn't really responding correctly. Torah, ma what is going to be with the Torah if I don't pipe up with this, uh, you know, injustice of what's going on in our sukkah? The Rabbi Yehuda is not giving it the appropriate gravity, the appropriate focus. We're going to lose some aspect of halacha. You can't have a machlokas be the reason why we lose halacha. Machlokas should be the reason we understand halacha. But the fact that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir had their tensions doesn't mean, says Rabbi Yossi, that I should be quiet. Something's wrong here. So he opened up his mouth. And he said back to Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda, <laughs> You're right, Rabbi Huda. Perhaps a daughter, a woman, can't be found in the location where the Kod Kalim and the uh, the Shei are found. That's very possible. I'm asking. But can't it be that a father is going to be a messenger for his daughter? Or isha l'asos l'ashlech A woman could send her own messenger to be there. Rabbi Yehuda, why are you... Why are you your argument's not even good, Rabbi Huda, to say that ah, a woman can't ever be makabel. The chilek of the korban of the kachek column or the kachim column. The kachek or the kachim kalam. The old, let's uh, say we have a rebellious woman on our hands. Be'od, a woman who taka does go there and she takes the chilek of the korban. Lemais, are they going to be married? Yes or no? Just ignore her, Mayor. <coughs> so, Raviyop's to give us a great show of integrity. And in fact, the Gemara says, great point, Tanya. When Rabbi Yehuda calmed down, he wrote a b'risa. Four lines from the bottom. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, mekudeshes. He actually argued against the shita of Rabbi Meir. He argues against our Mishnah. And he says that if a person tries to get engaged with the chilek of the kodshim kalim, uh, the halacha is that they're married. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, mekudeshes. Rabbi Yehuda argued that they're not married. And they all had uh, the same pasuk as their source. The fact that they argue is because of the following pasuk. The pasuk says, You can use this piece of the korban for yourself for anything you need, even to get engaged. And therefore, Behuda said that they be Mekudeshas against her mayor, against our Mishnah. And Rabbi Yossi on the very last line, and with this sheeta, we'll close out the day. Savar like the word esh, just like the Aish is specifically for eating. Afunami So too, the apportioning of a piece of the korban to the kor, to the kohen <laughs> was only for achila, but not enough for him to get married with. And therefore, Rabbi Yossi was of the opinion. In of Ainamikudesh in this case. We'll stop right here at Mirsa pick Pickup tomorrow night, wishing you all a beautiful night. What time on Friday?